Hey, it's Sam Amick from The Athletic, and you can listen to me, Fred Katz, and Anthony Slater break down the inside story of what is happening in the NBA. Latest news, trades, signings, all of the above. Latest action on the floor. Be sure to listen and subscribe to The Athletic NBA Show and listen to Tampering every Tuesday. Welcome to The Athletic NBA Show. Monday through Friday on The Athletic Podcast Network. We are the New York Knicks. 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 Say go New York, go New York, go. Go New York, go New York, go. Say go New York, go New York, go. Go New York, go New York, go. Well, just like that, look who's back in the mix. Straight out of New York City, it's the Red Hot Knicks. And nothing's gonna stop us from hanging a batter. Not the Hawks, Heat, or even Indiana. It's the Knicks, back on pace, back in the chase. That's right, the eight seed in the thick of the race. And while you- Who's their best young talent? Nick Claxton? We got Kevin Knox, bitch. Bruh. New York strip steak? Ooh. This is the Basketball Buds. Braised beef short ribs? Dang! With Zach Harper and your favorite athletic writer. Get mad at me, bro. I'm gone. Welcome to the Basket Buds edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm your host, Zach Harper. We've got... James Edwards III, Trevon Edwards, no relation, Dave DeFord, Jay King, also no relation, and today, guys, we had this uh, epiphany, Amin Hassan and myself, on the radio the other day, we had this epiphany, I want to run it by you guys, but Julius Randle of the Red Hot New York Knicks who have forgotten how to lose basketball games, Julius Randle is a lock. For all NBA first team. I'm from Zoo York, Zoo York, Zoo York. <laughs> He's a lock because if you. Th- Wait, did you say first team? First team. team. Yeah, first If team. you think about it. I agree. If you think about it. Look, yeah, he's right. Almost all of your MVP candidates are either centers, Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid, or guards, which is like Steph and Dame and Book and CP3 and Donovan Mitchell and uh, I'm sure Luca, right? Luca, I think, is classified as a guard. Luca's a guard. Um, and then, and then Giannis, like Giannis is your one forward. Now you could throw Kawhi in there. You could throw Paul George in there. Um, obviously LeBron and AD would normally be in there. Kevin Durant would normally be in there, but all those guys have missed so much time. Julius Randall has missed like a game or two. And I'm telling you, Julius Randall, as long as he doesn't get hurt the rest of the season, this dude's a lock for first team because you well, need to fill that other his forward. numbers up there with. Anybody. Oh yeah. His numbers are great too. And they're winning. Right. But also we forgot yeah. to highlight that most of the guys that normally would be a lock for that has missed over like 25 to 30 games. Right. Well, that, <laughs> that's the thing, Trey. Think about this, because we could legitimately have this, this five as guys who don't make an all-NBA team this year, right? Yeah. You could have uh, LeBron, AD, KD, James Harden, because he's been hurt, and Kyrie. Yeah. Which, like... <laughs> I still so I'm still I'm still lobbying for Kyrie to be first. First team? Yeah. He's missed way too much time. Yeah. Way too much time. Uh um, but everyone's missed too much time. That's what I was gonna say. This year except is Julius like, Randle. Except, Curry. except Julius Randle, Mr. Reliable. Yeah. He's like the new AC Green. Yeah, Jokic <laughs> has played every game, I think, and Julius Randle's missed like two, and everyone else is a mash unit most nights, but um, but yeah, like you got a, you got a crazy amount of talent and historical talent that probably won't make it unless people are just like, well, how can you have an all NBA team without LeBron, even though he's missed, you know, a huge chunk of the season, same for AD, same for, for KD, um, Harden, maybe if he comes back soon could be, but I'm telling you, Julius Randle, lock it in first team. My, my question is, and I know all of us like to talk ourselves out of names, but like, who can you even like, who's even close second for Julius? I mean, LeBron's I missed George way too many. Close. I wouldn't. Paul yeah, George I, was, I think Kawhi Paul might be, be the only one. That's what I was going to say. Some games yeah. too, which is kind of crazy, yeah. Yeah. but not a ton. Right. <laughs> no. And, hey, and no, Julius, good, I mean, good, they're 34 and 27. Randall, it's insane. Like it's, the Knicks need to have somebody represented in an all NBA team. Julius should be first. Um, it, I just think the numbers speak for themselves. I, I cannot get on board with Julius Randle first team All NBA. Why? Man. I just why? Let, let me, who would you put me, over look, him? Man, twenty four points a game because the gap between him and the 
and the actual best players in the league is so huge. And I came on here ready to hype up Julius Randle. I have been so excited by the Knicks, by Julius Randle, by his transformation, the the threes. Like he he's been an awful three point shooter through his career. He's been great this year. He's shooting off the dribble threes. He's been a horrible passer to this point in his career. Now he's averaging six assists, double his previous career high. He used to never. Pass. I wanted to hype him up. I cannot get on board no matter how many games other guys have missed. I just feel like this this season's so weird. Voters are going to have to adapt and and not put oh, Julius no Randle on you, first. No, you got to play the games, man. You you. This is not a video game. This is not done on the, paper. But the gap between him and the I, actual best players is care. so huge. The, the season great. he's had, he's he's been one of the you know five, six, seven, eighth best players in the league this season. So, 24 a game, so 10 rebounds, uh, so 6 here's assists, shooting, I mean, almost 42% from three, and playing, playing defense. good defense. I mean, I, look, I, yeah. Dave, I get it. D- does he get bumped for Giannis, though? No, I think no, it's him and Giannis. Giannis will both make I think it. it's those yeah. two guys okay. are, are on the first. So um, those two are locked. Unless, unless there's some funny business and they make Luka forward, right? Right, because he might be a guard forward on their like I don't. Yeah. This is also yeah, this he's is like also, considered a three kind of like yeah, oddly. Which, which, a, a three I mean, that what, handles a rock. I also think like we fluky. should just get rid of positions in the all positions NBA. for all NBA. Yeah. If we have five guards who are all NBA first team, then we have five guards. If we have five centers, and we have five centers, and that and like yeah, I just it think be the that best that's five ridiculous. players. But Julius Randle's in my top five for MVP balloting right now, so he'd make it anyway for me. That's right? a good call. I like that. I, I'm actually surprised it took this long for, for people to start saying that. It was like Trey earlier this week talking about Chris Paul. We've been talking about the Suns all year, and nobody's saying, well, you know, Chris Paul, maybe we should be talking about him as MVP, especially because this season's so weird. So I think you give guys like Julius Randle a lot of credit for putting these numbers up, and also he's played 60 games. I mean, the guy just doesn't miss games, and he's anchoring that defense. I mean, I, I, I'm with you. That's a great call. Top five for sure. In I don't know what I, I don't know what, I'm, just, what Jay's I'm just having Boston bias. Well, I, uh, Jay is uh, Jay has come out against Yardwork and against Julius Randall today. Yardwork does I'm, suck. I I want to fight him. No, Yardwork's amazing. Yardwork Yardwork is cathartic. You're out in the sun. You get a good workout out of it. You get yard, to yard fix work. something. No, but any Yo, what are you, you doing? Do my you get a good work? workout at a yard work. I'll come do your yard work. <laughs> right. I love your well. Awesome. Let's let's make sure it's not the Texas summer. Oh, okay. Because that I don't well, want to do. Think they they but have summer here. Texas spring and and fall. I'm in. I love yard work. It's a it's a just a night like you never like laid bricks Truly before. Your wildest take like, ever, man. Till like, the soil. Oh no, come no. on, that, Jay. That you kidding me? Fine. Some some of some of you guys have never had to shovel snow. <laughs> That, right. yeah, that counts right. as well, I don't know work. why you would. I don't know why you would live in a place where you shovel snow. I've lived in two places where you'd have to shovel snow, and I made sure I lived in apartment buildings where they did it for you. Not shoveling snow. <laughs> you, okay, well, that's that's a, you're a smart man. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe there's a human in this world who who loves. Oh my god, work. it's so it's so therapeutic. Kidding me? I've purposely never lived in a house for that reason alone. Like that's literally number one on the list of why James has lived in like condos and apartments, and <laughs> not a house, is because his lazy ass is not doing yard work. This is how I know it's official. Is you referred to yourself in the third person there? That's right. That's how I know you're not. <laughs> you're not bullshitting yard us work. on that one. Yeah, I'm with. I'm with Jay. I'm not with Jay on Julius Randall. I'm with Jay on the yard work take. Jay, all right, hold on. We have, I think, 16 missed games from both Kawhi and Paul George. They've both played the same amount of games. LeBron, LeBron hasn't played since like it's like December, two months now, right? I don't. Th- I think LeBron's last game nah, was, he's was played, Christmas. He played in January, he, but like, yeah, like but he's he's been gone forever. AD just came back. He missed a grip of time. And wasn't all Hard, that great. Before. I, I guess my yeah. I guess my bigger beef is with the the positions. Okay. And like That's there fair. are a whole bunch of guards and wings and you can put James Harden on there, even though he's missed a lot of time lately and will miss more time. Like he was spectacular. He was for sure. Maybe the very best player in the league when he was playing. Um, and I just think this year is so bizarre because not only are guys m- missing time with injuries or COVID cases or whatever, but it's also the schedule is so compressed that when you miss a couple weeks, you've missed like nine games, 10 games. So the games just add up. 
And I don't know. It's it's hard for me to, in this year, punish guys for not playing all 72 games or close to 72 games when literally everybody but Julius Randle is missing. But time. you're talking about guys and that I, are going to miss a quarter of the season. Like, a quarter of the season so much, even in this season. And you still are playing the games. So... You're just taking it away. I mean, people are still playing. Julius Randle is one of those guys. And he's balling. It's not like he's like fringe. He's like balling. Yeah. You know, he, he's played great. They've played great. I really came on this podcast wanting to just hype up Julius Randle and hype up the Knicks. <laughs> You've done nothing but the opposite. Yeah, I just uh, yeah. It's I really lethargic right now. Your energy is down. Julius Randle first. At least Say something nice tips, about the Knicks. Bro. Go ahead. Bring back tips. Tib, Tibbs, Tibbs has been incredible. That team has been incredible. Their defense is special. Like Jay, they have, how's Alfred Payton? Man? They're either super long Jay, or can super we get strong. A Tibbs Randall Randall for nine straight? How would Tom Thibodeau talk about Julius Randle as, as all NBA first team? <laughs> King! King! You motherfucker! You think he's not first team? <laughs> a little DMX there, actually. <laughs> oh, damn. Damn. Yeah, I, don't, I lost it, man. I, I had the Tibbs impression for like two minutes of my yeah. life. What a magical <laughs> two minutes. Uh, this motherfucker thinks Julius Randle's not first team. He, wa- he wants to, to reward guys who've been out of the lineup all season? Bitch-ass Jay King. <laughs> Get John Krasinski in here. I'm so dumb as when you said King... I thought you were just doing the internet speak of like you you dropped this king. I didn't realize you were addressing yourself. Oh no. What's no. up, beloved? King. <laughs> wow. Um, My beloved king. Speaking of speaking of those Knicks, nine in a row. I don't think they play today, so I think we can say nine. Yeah, in we a can row. say nine, nine in, in a row. row. Yeah, nine in a row. Uh, they're the four seed. They look like they might end up facing the Hawks, maybe in the first round with that four or five matchup. We still got uh, some jostling to do there with the, uh, the Eastern Conference. Um, maybe the Celtics could catch them, but the Celtics really shit themselves against the Hornets on Sunday in a in just a, sure a bad way. <laughs> what what happened there, Jay? Is it just the early Sunday game they 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 struggle with? I, I don't know, man. That was just an ass whooping. The Hornets just. The Hornets are the type of team, if you don't bring it, they'll just outwork you and play way harder. And they play at a pace that it's tough to match in the first place. And if you just don't bring it, they'll whoop your ass. And they whooped the Celtics. Yeah, they beat, really did. Beat the Hornets since Jay hated on LaMelo. Hey, yo, Tatum looked like he didn't even oh, want to be there. I'm going to find that out. Question. We can give Miles Bridges first the first team spot over Randall. I'm, we can all agree on that. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, shout out to Miles Bridges. Zach, I have a crazy stat for the Knicks. And so I know okay. they're like a fun story and we're going to talk about like the fun stuff. But this is like, I don't know. This is let us slander them first. Right. Um, OK. You're well, slandering no, the Knicks not, now? Not, not the Knicks. A Nick. Uh, during this Uh-oh. run. OK. With Alfred Payton on the court, only one player oh, yeah. has a positive Plus minus, and that's Nerlens Noel at positive point eight. When he's off the court, every single player on the team has a positive plus minus. He they are they are only losing his minutes. It is a a wild stretch. I don't understand why he's still playing at all. Can you guys well, figure yeah, it out? There's really no need. No. <sighs> is it? <sighs> Is it just like I need to create a sense of urgency for my guys? So we're going to start Alfred Payton. Yeah, so we're going to stink? No. It, it will stink a little bit. And then <laughs> it's better we'll bring in D. Rose. He gets to be the hero. We bring Emmanuel quickly. He gets to be the young buck who comes in and saves the day. You know, yeah. maybe it's like maybe, maybe Tibbs has learned not like about three point shooting being a big thing or, you know, minutes being down or anything when his time off. Maybe his time off away between the Bulls and the Wolves job and then the Wolves and the Knicks job has just been about creating narrative. <laughs> he, he's maybe he learned from it. Doc maybe Rivers. That's it. He's like, you know, he we have our Doc, best players yeah, but- on the court. You know, we're we're plus 20 on the season, but we just never yeah. have our best players on the court because Alfred Payton's out there. Trey, what do you think? What do you think the Alfred Payton thing is right now? Because he is 
he does seem to be like the one, as Dave said, like the one negative for this Knicks team because everything else looks like it's clicking. I don't even think he's negative, dude. Because no, like that's the crazy thing about it. I think it's like love hate. He's one of those guys that I think one of the other nights he had like twenty points and then had like a great defensive, you know, stop. But then like Knicks fans hate him, and you know, <laughs> but he but he's but he helps. Like that's the thing. He has like some bright spots where you'll say like maybe two nice things about him the entire game, and then you like want him off your team by by the last two minutes of the fourth quarter. <laughs> And it, and it, I think it works, man. Like if anybody else is in that position, it doesn't, you know, cause like their guards are kind of interchangeable and plug and play. Yeah. And like you see, like Derrick Rose is not like asked to do a million things. And then you got quickly and you got, you know what I mean? Like just different guards that come in and do things. And I think Peyton sometimes, like, obviously he's not the ideal starter. He doesn't have a sexy name, but for Tibbs, cool. Cause he plays defense sometimes at times. You know what I'm saying? Like he he did a good job on uh I can't even think of I went Schroeder when they played the Lakers, right? Yeah, he did and, he did give it to him a little bit. I'm with you on that. But that's the thing. Like here and there, it's not consistent. Yeah. But you gotta give it to him because like again, this Knicks team is like no other Knicks team. Like normally in the past, they at least had one guy. And Julius Randle is coming along, but like as they say you know, do it in the playoffs and then do it again. Like he's going to have to have another season to get like that respect. You know what I'm saying? Like this is just kind of like a, a Cinderella story right now. It's the big 15, like Reggie Bullock's like hitting crazy shots. You know, guys are saying Reggie's like, been amazing, but I can't, no, but here's the thing. I can't get all Knicks fans are like, Reggie's good. You know what? We would even be better if we had Alec Burks here. You know what I mean? Like making those guys type, like at the top, like, you know what yeah. I mean? That's like really what do they think they're like? They all just like playing. <laughs> I, I also want to call it back to our discussion of the Derrick Rose trade at the time that happened. We were all pretty much against it. Well, we were worried it was going to take minutes from quickly. Yes, but he's he's really helped their offense. He gives them a a different look where he can get into the paint and create plays, and and he's like. He's become a much better decision maker over the years than he, he was even when he was winning MVP and stuff like that. And he's just really matured. And he's 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 brought a different type of energy to that offense. Their offense during this winning streak is the very best in the league over that stretch. And that is a far cry from where they've been most of the season. And some of that is probably unsustainable play from first team all nba or julius randall who's been ridiculous but it sounded so insincere so of it too <laughs> I, see i get a i get a bad rep but just because i take only because of the i don't things think you he should say, be first Jay. team all NBA. only because of the things you say no 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 no, no, no. Jay, get, Jay gets a bad rep because he's willing to stick his neck out if he disagrees i, I respect that right but it doesn't mean it you know when that nail is sitting there we're not going to hammer it well, I so the, <laughs> I want to clarify the reason we were not against the Derrick Rose trade, but like questioning it is because we worried that quickly was going to get odd man down. Right. I think we were all pretty much said like, hey, as long as it takes from Alfred Payton's minutes and not quickly's minutes, like, yeah, you just <laughs> plug Rose in there and, and they're better because they do need that guy who can get into the middle of the floor and make decisions or be a threat. And Alfred hasn't really been that. But to Tibbs' credit, something I didn't really expect him to do, the majority of Derrick Rose's minutes this season uh, as a Nick have come next to quickly. Mm -hmm. So he's playing more two-guard or two-point guard lineups, which I, I didn't expect him to do. Yeah, and I think we also underrated how good the Knicks could be. Like, if you told me they were going to make a charge for the four seed and Derrick Rose is going to play a pretty key part in that, then I would have reacted very differently to that trade. Like, who cares if Emmanuel quickly is playing a couple fewer minutes if they have a legitimate chance to have home court advantage in the first round? Sure. You know, that, that that changes the the tenor of the conversation a bit. And I think we all underrated what this Knicks team could do. And quickly and Rose together are crushing absolutely yeah. crushing and this run in particular i mean they've just been just it, it's the perfect amount of dynamism when randall's not out there 
but then they operate well with him. It's it's a good mix. And this trade, like again, we I think we still were all right to worry about it. Uh but I've been pleasantly surprised by Tom Thibodeau all year. I, I think this is another instance of it. Yeah, I, I have concerns about about what the offense looks like in a seven game series. Yeah, because oh yeah. I don't think that I don't think that I think that offense is very easy to game plan for. Now maybe they get by defensively, right? Um, and can and like if they face Atlanta in the first round, I'll take the Knicks. If they take if they face Boston the first round, I think I still take the Knicks if they have home court advantage. Um, anyone outside, like if it, like if Miami moves up, we know I'm taking Miami, so that's that's not going to be a thing. But um, but the you know the Knicks like they are in a pretty good position right now to not just get home court in the first round, but to to make it to the second round. Um, but yeah, like I, I, that's my concern, but also my concern going into the season was not, God, I hope this offense can, you know, right. hold up in a seven game playoff series. It was, right. it was this like, is free. Jesus, this is found money, man. my, my this concern is, was like, I just hope RJ Barrett's good. That's all I'm awesome. for the Knicks this year. Right. Like, so yeah, that's another great. thing flying it's under good. the radar is how good RJ Barrett is looking. And all of a sudden, man, you start looking at the Knicks future. It's like, crap, they have so much found money on their roster because for some reason, people were already writing off even R.J. Barrett. They're like, oh, we know who this guy is. And clearly, I mean, he, he's a much better player than people thought. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy how Star this is Barrett. Out. But we Star need to adjust, though, I, I think for this season, especially in the East, we need to adjust our expectations on the quality of a four seed. Because this is not a, a typical for sure. four seed yeah. strength team. You're yeah. right. They're a juggernaut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this is this is much more like the eighth seed Orlando Magic that we're used to. Oh, I got hold on. I think those Ugh. I thought those teams were dog shit. So I'm not gonna say that, but I, I'll meet you in the you middle. You get what I'm saying. I'm not gonna this is yeah. more a team that yeah, should yeah, yeah. be in a normal yeah. year see? fighting to get in. Six, seven, eight, not yeah. home see, court. I, I see them similar to their Indiana. Yeah, I see them similar to the Pacers of the last yeah, couple yeah. Of years. I'm into that. Yeah, where like the- their defense is is very good and physical, and they play a, just kind of a bruising style of basketball, and they probably don't have enough offensive creativity to get it done in the postseason. It, it, like that's fine. Like this story is so ridiculous. They have a, a crew of castoffs. They have Tom Thibodeau. Who, he's a cast when, off. Kind of. Yeah. He's, the, he's a cast off too. But when he was first no. hired, I think. The Wolves said you have to leave. That's how bad <laughs> it got. When he was first hired, I thought, man, T- Tibbs isn't going to like having to be patient with this roster and having to have a, some serious losing seasons. And it's like, nah, now nah, they're, they're the fourth seed. They're, they're in line to get home well, court advantage. Right, it's it's ridiculous. Like. They're playing so well. And Randall has really transformed, and Barrett, like like Dave said, has has shown that maybe we shouldn't write off top five picks after one average rookie. Hey, don't season. look at me; I voted him all all rookie first team official ballot. <laughs> Ooh. Don't look at me; not my fault. Blame those other voters. I don't know if you're serious about <laughs> it. Hashtag though. not you my vote. Not my, hashtag not my vote. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. We had uh, we had the return of Anthony Davis this week. Kevin Durant is back today. We're recording this during the uh, the Net Suns game, so KD is back from the thigh contusion. AD is back from the Achilles tendon uh, tendinosis. That's what it was, the Achilles tendinosis. Um, AD looked rough in the first game. Looked better in the second game. Minutes restriction is uh, is a little higher than uh, than the first game, so we're seeing that. But Trey, I I look at this and. I don't think the Lakers are concerned with their seeding, although after the last two games against Dallas, they're now only a game and a half ahead of Dallas for the five seed. Uh, But it does, Trey, it feels a little bit like the Lakers are treating this week as just like, all right, it's practice, but, you know, they're real games. Hey, it must be nice. It's a good good luxury to just kind of cruise and say, you know what, we're just going to work Anthony in and get the reps. Like, again everybody's not able and you know obviously they still have number 23 on their team and and obviously ad's missed like 30 some games bro so it's gonna be a i don't say it'll be a minute i think another game or two before he kind of you know fits back in and does what he does but 
um, still a lot, you know what I mean? And then also getting LeBron, AD, and Drummond to play together, like that's something that just doesn't just come like easy, um, especially in valuable games. So um, I don't think they really worry about seeding. They could be yeah. eight seed and kind of still – and that would actually work in their favor, honestly. But uh, going for Utah, um, al- always, always good to be where they are. And like I said, even if they drop any games, it's not even going to be like a huge ordeal. I think um, that second round matchup is going to be everything for them, and who, you know, who it may be. James, do we think that? Um, do we think are we locked into this Lakers Nuggets four five? Because I, I know Dallas is a game and a half back, but I kind of feel like, I mean, LeBron should be back next week, I think. So we're, you know, we're about to be at full strength with the Lakers. I feel like, I feel like we're going to be locked into a four or five matchup with, with Nuggets Lakers. And I kind of feel bad for Denver. I think the Lakers need to make sure that they're locked into a, a four or five with Denver, because if they slide to that six seed and play the Clippers in the first round, then things get interesting. I, I don't know. It's, it's, they have a lot to figure out, kind of like what what Trey was saying. Yes, LeBron comes back, and that fixes a lot of things. But I do think they're going to spend some time trying to figure out how to work Andre, AD, and LeBron together. And I don't know that it's going to work. I would put my money on no, that when they get in the playoffs, Andre is going to be sitting when, when it matters. Uh, but I do think they experiment for the final couple weeks just to see if there's anything there whatsoever with those two. Um, in the front court and then obviously LeBron handling things as he does. But I mean, Dallas has an easy schedule to end the year. I don't know exactly the Lakers schedule. Yeah. It's ridiculously easy. They don't have to worry about sliding to seven Portland's in a little bit of a a scary place right now. And it's the wrong time to be there. Yeah. Dallas doesn't have to complain about the playing tournament anymore. They're good. They're clear. So they can like it again. Yeah, no, they're good. But the Lakers, I, I do think that they need to at least consider not trying to make sure things are right for the playoffs and going to get some wins to end the year because it could get dicey in in terms of Dallas getting them. Because I could see Dallas building on this three-game winning streak, like not like a Knicks run. I don't expect nine. I don't think Dallas is that good. But I could definitely see them putting together six wins, five wins. Um, and then maybe out of their last 10, they're eight and two or something like that. But the Lakers do need to at least put some stock in these final weeks of the regular season because if they match up with the Clippers, they could be in some trouble. Well, they want to uh, be the four or five. I don't games. think that they fear them, right? Like any, if they drop to six, yeah, that's that's trouble because that's going to be the Clippers. I mean, maybe it's the Suns, maybe it's the Jazz. Somehow, I doubt it, but you know, they want to do that. I mean, you know, I'm already thinking about the other end. Should should the Jazz start thinking about all right? How do we avoid the Lakers? Do we want to drop? You got to drop some games, right? Let, let the you know, Suns like, get the one seed. <laughs> I like look, that. man, like you guys know this. Uh, look, if LeBron and AD are healthy, that's probably the favorite to win the to win the title, right? It's just that it's such a question mark for us right now that we none of us can go out on a limb. But I'll tell you, I mean, if they're healthy, I think they're probably going to win the title, and nobody will want to play them. It's it's going to be interesting to see what happens as. AD kind of gets into shape and then LeBron comes back. I, I want to see where LeBron is with his conditioning. Is he ready to go and actually just play like he's, you know, hasn't missed any time? Or is it going to be one of these things where that first round they have to play the Nuggets because he needs a tune-up round? Yeah. And and I don't think the Lakers sweat anybody except the Clippers. I don't I don't think they have any one ounce of fear. Yeah. And playing any and, of these teams except and I don't the Clippers, know, especially I don't now know that they, Jamal Murray's out. That's right. what I'm saying. Yeah, now that Murray's out, right? And Will Barton might I be out sense, for a while. I sense too. no fear from none of that. I, I don't see no boots shaking in that situation. Not none. even the Clippers, bro. Like, uh, really? I'm with Trey yeah, on this because I think the after only- the bu- after the bubble thing, bro. Like yeah. it was kind of like ah, you know what I mean? Because they was they were respecting them until yeah. that happened. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Trey yeah. on that. I think that. I think point. the only way we may see them be like, ooh, I don't really want to play the Clippers right now is if things aren't clicking. Like, if they haven't had enough time to get guys in condition, clicking and everything right before the playoffs, then they may be like, ooh, I don't know if this is the first team we want to play as we try to get into this playoff mode. You know, that I could see a little trepidation with that, but I think, I, like, at least from stuff I've heard after the bubble, like, I don't think they take the Clippers as seriously as I'm not gonna say they don't take them seriously, but as seriously as they did a year ago, for sure. 
I get that. And a, a lot of the best teams in the league still have some things to figure out about themselves. Like we talk about the Lakers. They LeBron has missed a whole lot of time. AD has missed a whole lot of time. They're trying to re- or incorporate Drummond. The rest of the roster has changed pretty drastically from from last season um when when they had you know rondo and those guys playing big minutes so i think they they could use like like you guys said a a round against the nuggets which is bad man like (laughs) Jokic is probably the mvp we're 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 talking about them like they're dog easy Um, i just think that no just like it's a better matchup yeah, I, I, and I'm I'm with you guys. And then the Nets on the other side. Easy too. The Nets on the other side, like they've got f- what five games they've played with Kyrie and Harden and KD seven, all together. Seven, games, yeah. seven. Yeah. and and so the the amount that those guys still need to learn about playing with each other is huge. And and I think it's a it's a good fit offensively. It's an incredible fit. Um, but like it, it's one thing when there's only two of those guys out there. But when there's three, that's when, you know, you're you're sacrificing some touches and you're sacrificing some shot opportunities. And, and they're going to have to be learning to figure all of that out on the fly in the playoffs, basically, because Harden could miss at, at least close to the rest of the regular season. I just I just think it, this is a weird year where the best teams don't know too much about each other at this point in the season. Yeah, they haven't seen them at full strength. I mean, you know, we got the Suns and the Nets playing right now and Harden's missed 10 straight games. Um, Not to jump back on that, that first topic, Zach, but I had some time to think while we were, while we were just, you know, just chatting. And I think my first team, all MVP, I mean, first, first team, all NBA would be Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, Bradley, Bill, and Dame. Randall's second team. Yeah, but you can't, I mean, if if we just got rid of positions. I don't think they're. I don't. I think they just go front court. I don't think they. Do no, no, no. Three. They do. I'm pretty sure they do center. Let me see how. Yeah, they voters. do center. Yeah, I think still. they still center, do center. center so one thing still so centers on there. Center, yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing. That's the crazy thing, right? Embiid. Okay, so then is Embiid would be the second team. Second, which is yeah. okay, and then Rudy Gobert <laughs> third. <laughs> right. Gobert third. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Bam doesn't even get to make it. That's crazy. You, too, you're not going to put Steph on there, Trey, for first. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna Dame, make a Dame's not playing after last Dame's week. not playing well um, <laughs> since he's been back from his injury. Um, but Steph has pushed. I mean, because he's an MVP candidate, so I might have to swap that out. You're right. I would Steph over. I Brad was gonna Beal, say there's just too much Ooh. Steph slander for me on this podcast. No, it's not. That's not slander, though. I'm not. The, say, I'm not calling him I'm, trash. I'm saying, I, I'm saying there's I'm just saying all to of a sudden we swallowed a magic pill, and all of a sudden, like they're allegedly just they win one game and go up to fourth or fifth like they're still no, on the outside my, looking in in my crazy mind i'm saying anything that's saying steph's not the greatest player on planet earth right now is slander Ooh. i agree with that and we did th- we did this we did this last week and i and i i conceded to you guys you guys were right i was being the guy that's like i don't care that the rest of steph's team stinks and their record stinks you're right but like yeah, stop backing down from a brawl, Edward. I think, Clearly I think, someone has been hey, watching two, Tyler it's, Johnson it's, that's today. The hashtag other Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> Not my Edwards. Uh, like Steph, I just want to, I just, Steph's MVP, man. What? He's not, but he is. He's not, but he is. He's oh, the hood's man. MVP. Mm. Wow! No, but honestly wow. though, he's definitely first. Honestly team. though, I think Steph. I think you're you're right, James. You you won me over. I think I think Steph gets first team. Yeah, I'd put Steph okay, over. I, well, I'd have. I think my my front or my front my backcourt right now would be Steph and, and CP3. Um, but yeah, does Russ make all NBA? I don't know because he hooping. He is he hooping, no, he's, Zach. He, he is, but like he, is he also hooping. wasn't for. Good chunk of the season too, right? Like, <laughs> but no, like, but listen, like, I got people ex- screaming at me talking about LeBron gonna be first team. I don't or I mean, second that's, team. That's ridiculous. He missed like nineteen games. Yeah, LeBron's missed so much time. But but, but like if if LeBron you think missed about, nineteen games. Think, think about, about this, the guards that- though, right, Trey? Think about the guards for first team or for for all NBA. You get six guards, and here are the guys we got: we got Steph, we got Booker, we got CP3, we got Dane, we got Donovan Mitchell, we got Luca. 
Anybody Oof. crack that six? That's crazy, yo. Yeah. That's and we so haven't even crazy. talked again, like Kyrie missed time, Harden missed time. Those guys were both. I got crazy Kyrie. Hey, I got Kyrie on though. Kyrie made it for me. Maybe. I mean, maybe. Like he's he's definitely like on the border for me. But the time missed Ooh. is end up gonna be like the great equalizer. Hey, this year, despite J. King thinking that no one should, you know, be penalized for missing games. I mean, tomorrow, tomorrow we're gonna who, do this later for sure. Is that how you want to do it, Jay? Or <laughs> <laughs> Paul Reed's gonna win 100 possessions. He enough. <laughs> Romeo Langford. As long as it's Romeo Trey, Langford, you're fine, right? Trey. Paul Reed. Paul Reed is a G League legend, though. Shout out to Paul Reed. Trey, who do you have? I'm, I'm genuinely asking, who would you take off of that list Zach just named for Kyrie? Mm. Damn, yo. Would it be Russ? Did you say Russ? No, I didn't. That, I didn't, no, didn't that's the thing. Him. I didn't even say Russ. He, that's had, crazy he had Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan. That's he's missed he some time, so maybe that takes him off. Yeah. Oh. I mean, the one in I mean, my they mind. first I in the East, though, though, bro. Like. Right. I know. I know. No, he, it's right. And you're he's right. cracking. You're and right. He's having probably one of his highest points per game seasons of his career, bro. Like. I can't ignore Kyrie, bro. The stuff he's doing this year. No, he's he's been unbelievable. But also, <sighs> like, we're looking at, you know, he's missed a, about a quarter of the season. He's missed 16 games so far. And that's just I mean, that's a lot so, of games. I mean, it's going to be a lot of guys on there that missed I know. 15 well, plus. I know. Be on mine. I know. Because <laughs> I think I'm going to pick the guys hey. that played. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. We, we're going to take crazy. the guys who didn't make All-NBA, and I'll take that squad against any of these All-NBA teams. <laughs> Hey, right. hey, I'm listen, I, I hate bullying Utah, but Donovan Mitchell off mine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, my bad, Spider, bro. It's the wrong oh, one, but man, you out of here, cat. Oh my god. All right. Uh give, give Clint Capella Gobert's uh all NBA spot while you're at it. Shout out to Clint Capella. Um, all right. I do have to warn everybody that the power rankings come out on Monday, the same day you're listening to this, and uh we have discovered a curse of the power <laughs> oh, no. rankings, guys. Uh, the last three weeks, the number one team. So three weeks ago, Utah Jazz, number one team. Monday night, lose to Dallas. Denver Nuggets, next week, number one team. Tuesday night, their first game. Not only do they lose the Warriors, Jamal Murray blows out his knee. This past week, Philadelphia 76ers, this is getting number, dark, number one team. They lost every game this week. And if like Ben Simmons hasn't curse. played, Joel Embiid's missing time. Like, it's getting bad. And so, preview for you guys, because this will be out by the time people listen to this, I think. The Clippers are number one in the power rankings right now. Oh, no. And I'm I'm fearful of what oh, that means doomed. for the Clippers. No this is too much power to for, for Zach power. Harper to have, for sure. But I'm wielding it in the wrong way. Like, I don't even know how. I'm not even trying to wield this. It's like the, Madis- it's like the, the Madden curse, right? Like... Right, every yes. single week. Yeah, man, it's become that. It used to be a, a good thing. It used to be just like, oh, if I named you thirtieth, you were going to win your first game of that week. Like yeah. it was like a good thing. It, it was a good curse, but now it's bad. It's real bad. We're going to get teams tanking. So, well, we are. We just talked about it. They're going to be tanking to try to get into the playoffs anyway. But it's going right, to be a double reverse jinx because they're <laughs> they're actually tanking to try to beat your curse. But right. they're going to double curse themselves. It's going to be awful. I know the Utah so Jazz setting themselves up to to be a first round out. By the way, I know, I, like I know that you're sitting there, whoa, you're, like not whoa. really, not really. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just saying, I know that you're sitting there uh, rewriting. No, no, I'm saying, like when we look at this weird playoff that we're about to go into, and and some of yeah. the unpredictability, I imagine that that you're trying to curse the the Jazz anyway, which is probably why you kept them up as the number one team in your power rankings. I'm here as the, the, I think I'm the top <laughs> jazz respecter on the show here, uh, trying to defend the jazz. And, and uh, oh, I lost all respect for him. Once they started bitching about small market bias with referees, <laughs> then I was, I was in on the jazz before that. And I, as soon as that happened, I'm out. I am out. So why don't you want the Clippers to win this week? That's the question. Well, I, I, even worse, I'm worried like Kawhi is going to retire. Like it's gonna it's gonna lead to that, right? At least he's gonna, you know what? I'm good. I made a bunch of money. I don't want to do this anymore. Like that's what I'm worried about. Or Reggie about. Jackson's gonna play like Reggie Jackson again. Oh yeah, Reggie Jackson's gonna be a full time starter <laughs> playing him 40 minutes a game. Um, do we think the Jazz Jazz aren't gonna lose in the first round, right? No, 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 no. 
But I love to make the joke just because you can see it, right? Like uh, jazz fans in particular are very, very sensitive about this season. Oh my God. When did they become Rockets fans? Well, I just feel like, you know, they've been so close before and this team is really good. And this is a great season that they're having. And when you look at all the, all the measurables, it all stacks up as a great season. Like this is a team through the roof. Statistically, this is like a finals team. That's how they're performing. And I feel like they're just nervous about it, man. And if they see Steph Curry somehow, like in the first round, I I don't know, That's man. That's the team, yeah. I'd be sweating bullets. Well, Portland might fall to eight, right? I'd be way more worried about Steph Curry. I mean, James Edwards just said it. <laughs> greatest player. Greatest player on earth. That's right. You, I wouldn't want to face that in the playoffs. I don't know, man. I just saw Kyrie Irving abuse Chris Paul today just using his left exclusively. I don't know. <laughs> Today it's Kyrie Irving. He's been nuts in this game. Listen, put some respect on on he Ramadan Kai, right bro. Ramadan yeah. Kai. He's been my he's son, been like my son Ramadan Kai out here doing it off no food and water, cracking. It's the opposite of how Amino <laughs> Hassan's have been doing radio with me. Let me tell you, the exact opposite. <laughs> um, for the play-in tournament, we do have Portland has fallen into into that seven seed. Uh, Memphis might pass them pretty soon because if they beat them today, well, by the time you listen to this, it's already happened or hasn't happened. But um, but Memphis is 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 closing in for the seven seed, um, and and so I don't think like I don't think Portland or Memphis truly have to be worried about San Antonio. Maybe I'm just underselling San Antonio. I'm telling you, Pelicans are out. They're not making the play-in tournament. Oh, yeah. This team is done So Yeah, this team is, oh, my God. Well, they play the Clippers next, and if your curse is... Oh, uh, shit. It's true. <laughs> okay, maybe the, maybe the Pelicans are out. Well, I'll wait <laughs> till after Monday night to see <laughs> if the Pelicans are out. The Clippers are going to move to Seattle this week, and, and that's, that's how the curse <laughs> is going to play out. <laughs> um, so are the Warriors the biggest... Are the Warriors the biggest threat in all of this, even if we include Portland and, and Memphis? Or, or should I just say, is Steph the biggest threat? Uh, yeah, because Steph, I mean, Steph's by far the best yeah. player, I think. Um, you know, Dame yeah. is oh, certainly sure. in the same yeah. tier, but I mean, you know, Steph Curry is on that other level right now. So Steph is also could be a really tough cover for Utah in particular. I was going to say because that too. if they move Draymond to center, then Rudy's going to have to do a whole lot of garden at the arc. And that's that's going to be tough. That's out of his comfort zone, let's be honest. They are tanking cuz they just lost to Minnesota for no reason. I actually Absolutely listen, no I, I don't know if Rudy's got to guard Draymond Green anywhere outside of like 8 feet. No, but the isn't but well, isn't the worry but I'm that saying he's going to be screening for steps so he better yeah, be yeah, that's the they're going to blitz, but yeah, I, I think I think I think Utah can handle it. That would be a fun series for me to watch this season cuz you'll actually see whether that Utah defense really is as robust this year as it as it appears to be, right, right. Uh, I well, I think the same would happen against Portland, right. The difference is Portland can't guard anybody, right, so right. That, like, that's, that's the that's thing. It's like the Warriors but, actually can right. defend a little bit, so you you can see at least a more realistic uh, version of what it looks like against a real team. But uh, the Steph Curry factor is just you know that I don't know. Yeah. I'm rooting for that just because I want to see it happen, and that would be my favorite probably my favorite basketball story of this year. If somehow the Warriors were to, you know, be the play in team and, and win an eight, one matchup, it would be insane. Trey. I, and I mean this seriously, you brought him up earlier. Does Russ have the wizards as like the biggest threat to the playing tournament in the East? Cause they are balling right now. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> they're like the, they're like the, um, the Eastern conference version of the Warriors. You don't want to see, uh, a hungry Russ, bro. Like when he thriving, and like that's the thing. If Bradley Bill kicked that up to another notch, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. Like you don't want to see that. So whoever in seven, God bless. Just God bless. Just listen. If they continue <laughs> to be playing like how they doing, God bless. If because if Russ he gonna if, be playing, Russ is gonna be playing hundred and thirty miles per hour, bro. If if Russ and Bradley Bill knock the Celtics out. Of this playing tournament, I could see that happening. Yo, I listen. I want to see actually. I want to see playoff Jalen Brown and playoff Jason Tatum. But if they keep the like today, mm. Tatum didn't even look like he wanted to hoop today. 
Like, yeah, I don't what know was what the, he did. I don't know looked, what's going on. Yeah. Like, like I said, I know everybody deals with personal stuff, and today just might not have been the one. But if he come with that type of energy against like a wizards that had to do a plan, mm. oh my god, J J King gonna be gonna be trying to do all NBA. <laughs> Because <laughs> hey, the C's, he won't be covering the C's. Hey, man. I know that. Look, look, uh, Miami is not that far out from being the sixth seed and facing Milwaukee in the first round. We may be going through this oh, again, no. Jay. We may be going I, through I want to give again. Charlotte love. I'm still... I'm still on the Charlotte train. Lamelo oh, might be yeah, back love, soon. He's yeah, supposed to be back that soon. Team. That, that team, I hope, wins the playing tournament and gets either the seven or the eight. Like, I want to see more of that team, especially yeah. Lamelo. Right? Lamelo's almost back. Like, I definitely want right. to see that team. They're fun, and I love, man. And I'm biased. I know Flint. Shout out Miles. The way that Prego is uh, using him, I love the way Miles has transformed his game. And I just they they just have a little bit more versatility this year. They're a little yeah. more un- unpredictable. Um, I think that's another team somebody doesn't want to see just because of the youthful energy. They have, like I said, they have some stuff that they can do that they can throw at you, different lineups. LaMelo coming back. That's – I can't wait. I hope the Hornets make it. You know, I, I don't would know. like to see Here's them. Here's the thing, the, though, with Charlotte. Place, they make buddy. you guard everyone. I'll say this. Yeah, make you guard everyone. They're tough, they're athletic, and they, they're fast. But they, they are similar to Portland in that they've had a lot of end-of-game luck. So they have been an yeah. extreme outlier a good point. winning close games. And so I, I think when we look at the record, there's a little bit of fool's gold there. They're not a, they're not an awful team. But they've also team. had some bad injury they luck, have, too. Absolutely. But they're not an awful team by any stretch of the imagination. But I don't think like the play-in is about where they ought to be, I think. When they were floating around the four seed, that was playing way up over their head. Um, I, I think that where For they're sure. at now it suits them a little bit more. Um, but I don't really think that they're dangerous against, you know, if they play the heat, for instance, they just don't have the experience. Yeah. I don't know if I've done this publicly. I have to completely like do a 180 and apologize for shitting on the Terry Rozier signing a couple years ago. Cause I, he has proved me dead wrong. He wasn't that good last year, but this year that dude is balling. Like he's, he's at a point now where they say he hasn't hit a hundred percent of his threes, but I've only seen him make every single three-point attempt this season. I don't understand it. He's a testament to, you know, to the learning curve for every player being so wildly different. You know, I know we keep bringing up Devontae Graham and and how he went from not an NBA player to, ooh, all right, this guy might make some money. And Terry Rozier is kind of one of those guys that went from, man, he's got some moments, but, God, can can you pay him this much money to – uh wow, this is a steal. <laughs> He's been By awesome. Way, I wouldn't mind if De- I wouldn't mind if Devontae went back to ooh, this guy makes some might make some money. Oh yeah, that, he they would love it. This year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I keep waiting for him to and make I think shots. Terry Terry's he's he's another example too of how much situation plays into Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Like, yeah, for sure. Like his his whole career has just been about fluctuating situations. Like Kyrie goes out, he becomes a starter in the playoffs and plays really well. Kyrie comes back. He's probably a little disgruntled, moves to the bench in a contract year. The Celtics had all sorts of issues that year. He struggles and then moves to Charlotte. They empower him. And, but Devonte Graham comes out of nowhere and kind of takes some of the touches yeah. and some of the shine. And then a year later, you know, Terry just keeps working at it. And now he's having by far the most efficient the, the, season of his killed. career. The energy I mean, there so is much more like, the Celtics teams with Kyrie when Kyrie was out, the energy that they've got in Charlotte, right? The ball doesn't stick and, and that stuff really matters a lot. And you can see like Rozier's, you can see it in, in Boston, his attitude changed depending on what the ball was doing. And Charlotte doesn't let the ball rest. I think, are, aren't they leading the league in passes or something like that? I mean, I know they're I think, passing I, a I lot. Think they're sec- I think they're second in assist percentage or yeah. something like that. Like, so, they're, yeah, they're moving the ball. Yeah, crazy. And, and so I, I feel like that helps him get into rhythm. And things have just kind of fallen into place where now he's also got LaMelo Ball, who is a guy who, you know, he's going to find you. If you're open, the ball is going to find you when LaMelo's on the court. And so this is a lot of right place, right time, right player. Like Terry Rozier, I think, has kind of been this guy, and he certainly is more under control this season in particular. 
But the tools and and he always showed flashes, but the tools I think were there. This is this is who he was at his best. And I I, I love the way the Hornets put together their roster too. Like they the league values six seven guys who can do a whole lot of things. And when you look at their roster, like how many of their guys are six seven versatile, can shoot, put it on the floor, do a little bit of everything. Shout out to PJ Gordon Washington. Hayward. Yeah, PJ Washington, like he's a six seven, six Balling. eight center who's shooting a bunch of threes. Like that's tough to guard. It just really is, and he can hold up defensively. They're flying around defensively. They're flying around offensively, and so you know, I think I think it goes to show that like they've had a vision there for the last few years of, of acquiring all these guys. You look at you know the Martins, like those are six seven skilled dudes who. Maybe weren't valued too high in the draft, but you better put some respect on a little San bit. Diego State put legend Jalen McDaniel's name. Okay, <laughs> yeah, Malik Monk looking He's like a player lately, right? Yeah, Malik Monk's been good this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout to him. Charles fun. Shout man. to Michael Jordan and his and his jeans. <laughs> Michael Jordan and his jeans. Hey, 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 hey! Don't talk about <laughs> don't talk about the Jinko God, the, the Jinko God man on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best shout out to Action Bronson. These dudes trash like Michael Jordan's jeans. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a great line. That's well, a great bar. As as that's is great as is the rule on the Athletic NBA show. Whenever Michael Jordan's jeans uh, get mentioned, the show's over. So that's going to do it for this edition of the Basket Buds on the Athletic NBA Show podcast. Thanks to Trevon Edwards, Dave DeFord, Jay King, James Edwards III, Jade Hoy produced. I'm Zach Harper. Keep it locked in on the Athletic and subscribe to the Athletic. God damn it.